Hello and welcome to another episode of the CG Garage. This is episode number 377, featuring our return guest. He's been on many times, Mr. Jeff Model, and he is joined by my coworker, believe it or not, Lon Gross, who uh, they got together uh, because they are working on something really cool together and they've got a big announcement, uh, which I'm going to let them do on the podcast itself and not actually tell you guys in this intro so but i'm very excited about it like i said i've known jeff for over 20 years and obviously lon and i have been working very closely at chaos together uh and we know each other very well as well uh and it's really exciting to to see that so we're not going to tell you about what's going on we'll let them say it in the podcast and there's also the same reason why this podcast is coming out on a thursday uh early as opposed to our normal monday release uh because we want to make sure that all these announcements are done together. So hopefully you get a special bonus early. Listen to this one, this, which is a lot of great. All right. Now, Kristen, uh, let's talk about events. There's something coming up in the future. It's a little bit in the future, but it'd be great to get people yeah. excited about it now. What's going on? Yeah. So you can find this out at chaos.com slash events. So September 8th and 9th, it's 24 hours of chaos again. So it will be our third edition. Um, and who, if you haven't attended in the past, it's all online and it's a series of 12 back-to-back shows. Um, and we unite like 3D artists, designers all around the world. Um, everyone working from ArcViz to VFX, animation, gaming and product design. So it's just a fabulous 24 hours. You can stay up the whole time, lots of prizes. So um, yeah, just find out more, keep keep updated, but look online at chaos.com slash events uh, to sign up. Or I don't think you have to sign up. You can just watch. Yeah, no, just we'll just, we'll just be yeah. more announcements on it. But we'll obviously have a page. Mm-hmm. It is a big deal, as Kristen said. It is uh, twelve two-hour shows around the globe that are consecutive. And I've known some people who've actually stayed up for all twenty-four hours, which is kind of crazy. Uh, and uh, it's a it's a blast. It's a really great idea. And you know, the first time we did it, it's like I don't know how we're going to pull it off. And we did, <laughs> and we did it again. And this is our third edition. He said so. Uh, I am just really really excited that this is happening again. And again, that is September eighth and ninth. And uh, keep track on what's going on for twenty four hours of chaos. Just go to chaos.com slash events. Uh, okay, we don't have any news or product information either. But uh, if you people want to know more about the podcast, Kristen, where can they go? You can go to facebook.com slash CG Garage Podcast or chaos.com slash CG Garage. And if you'd like to watch us, go to youtube.com slash chaos group TV. Perfect. And if you guys have other ideas, questions, or comments about the podcast, don't forget to email us. Labs at chaos.com is our email. All right. But with that, please enjoy this incredible podcast with Mr. Jeff Muddle and Lon Gross. Welcome to another CG Garage, where the Chaos Group talks. You'll know it's over when the last bucket drops. We're gonna fire off rays in high dynamic range. We know that ambient occlusion is passe. Global illumination won't lead you astray. And while image-based lighting is really swell, you need to make sure everything has for now. All right. So, Jeff, a little bit of history here for our audience. Yes. I believe the first time I ever spoke to you was you cold called me at Gensler in 2002. Am I right about that? Yeah. Your yeah, video froze. Right. Oh, okay. No, there it is. Yeah. 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 yeah you were, I think we got a, a slow connection in the hotel here. Um, That's yeah. Okay. I know you. You cold called, you cold, cold, cold called me. Yeah. 
I cold called you right when I was uh, about to start up CG Architect. Which was in 2002, right? Yeah. Well, the site launched in 2001, but I bet I was around the same, maybe 2001, 2002 when I, when I called you. Right. So that was right when V-Ray first started yes. and you first started that. So that was all 20 years ago, which was quite a bit yeah. of history. Yeah. And uh, obviously that site's a, a big deal. Uh, and that's kind of a, a kind of a, an important part of the, the visual uh, of the ArcVis um, community for 20 plus years, which is pretty amazing. Another interesting little piece of history is that you invited me to be a speaker at the VizMasters conference in San Diego of 2007. Am I correct about that? Yeah, it sounds about right. We did three of those events. Uh, yeah. They were the first ArcViz events in the industry, other than, you know, probably the ASAI yeah. uh, that, you know, was kind of came before that. But in terms of a, a digital event, yeah, definitely the VizMasters event was the first. And that, I believe, was the first time I ever met Lon. That's right. San Diego 2007. <laughs> yeah, which was an epic, uh, epic uh, SIGGRAPH and, and VizMasters as well. So it was uh, quite a fun trip. So uh, tell us a little bit, uh, first of all, we should let people know why the two of you are together. Where are you guys and why are you guys hanging out right now? <laughs> so we are in Banff, Canada, which is a mountain resort in the Canadian Rockies about an hour west of Calgary. And it is yeah. beautiful here. It is, is my first time here and it is gorgeous. I might not leave. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the most beautiful places on the planet, I believe. I could say that easily. And, uh, from, and of all the time that I've known Jeff and of all the places that we've seen each other, uh, yeah. which is now 21 or 20 or 21 places in the world, yeah. Uh, I'd never made it up to Calgary. I never uh, made it up to uh, the Colorado Rockies. So this is the first time that uh, you know we get to add that to our list. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. So why are you guys hanging out in Calgary? I mean, at Calgary and Banff. Banff. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, going to be a bit of a surprise for uh, for everybody in the community, but uh, CG Architect is joining the Chaos family. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So let's explain that a little. Let's dissect that a little bit. Why, why, why is this happening from your perspective, Jeff? And then Lon, tell us a little bit about what your thoughts are about it as well. Yeah. So, I mean, I, for me, this has been, uh, this August will be 21 years ago that I started uh, CG Architect. And I like to think in that time, I was able to do a lot of cool stuff and, and help the industry in many ways. But, you know, I think the last few years, you know, I think about, you know, what, uh, what other things I, I might like to do with my career. Um, I, I've been super, super fortunate to have met everybody that I have and have done the things that I have done with CG Architect, but there's some other things I wanted to do. Uh, so, you know, I, I felt like it was time for, for me to do something that, you know, for me, I guess, rather than the, the community, I'm, I'm still super passionate about community and, you know, I probably as we dig into where I'm going next, uh, that will, that will kind of uh, segue into that. But, um, yeah, this was really just, I needed a change. I need. I needed a new challenge, and uh, and I wanted to try to help the community in a much bigger, broader way than I ever could with CG Architect. Yeah, that's very that's very exciting uh, and very cool. And we'll get into. Uh, I think we'll, we'll, I'm sure people who know you would like to know what you're you're up to next. But then, so uh, so Lon, tell us a little bit about Chaos. You know, uh, CG Architect becoming part of Chaos, and what what are some of the thoughts on on that? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So, you know, known Jeff forever, and and uh, when Jeff and I talked about 
you know, what he was thinking about doing for his next step. Uh, obviously, one of the first questions was, what about CG Architect? What do you, you know, what are the plans for that? And uh, it turns out that for Jeff to uh, take the next step that, that he did, uh, he said that he was looking to find somebody who could take over CG Architect and, um, and run the business from there. And we started some conversations. We said, well, absolutely, this is something that Chaos has been involved in since the very beginning. Um, sure. In a number of different ways, whether it's, you know, supporting competitions or advertising or, or the 3D awards, et cetera. Um, but it's certainly been a community and an audience that, you know, we love and, and want to support. So we said, let's figure out how we can um, maybe find a way for chaos to, to take over. And uh, we got those conversations, you know, started a, f a few months back uh, to, you know, to see where that might go. And here we are now where it's official. It's officially part of um, officially part of chaos now. Yeah, it's interesting because, uh, you know, obviously chaos has, has been growing like crazy, as a lot of people have been knowing. We've been, you know, we've, we've uh, merged with some other companies like Enscape and, and Celindo and, and, and all those things. But but this feels very different because this is Jeff, man. This is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. different. Yeah. <laughs> yep. This is Jeff. This is our old buddy. You know, we've known Jeff for for forever, uh, and it's kind of amazing to sort of have uh, you know have that uh, that relationship with him now. So uh, and to be able to 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 do it, I hopefully you know like you like you said, Jeff. I mean, you've known Lon forever, so I think you feel pretty confident that that your that your baby's going to be in good hands. Yeah, you know, so it's, it's interesting because. Uh, people may say like, oh, it's chaos taking over, another company taking over. But in reality, chaos has been part of CG Architects almost since day one. I mean, so, I mean, I've known Lon, I think, for maybe close to 20 years. Yeah. He, he was the one that invited me to my very first speaking engagement in Boston uh, as part of CG Architect. Um, mm -hmm. And then, you know, I as a production artist, I was used after kind of Lightscape retired and was acquired um, we moved over to uh, V-Ray in those first versions. So I was using V-Ray as an artist. And then I went to go work for um, Arc Vision to help kind of uh, transition a, a project that they were doing there. And we were resellers of Chaos. So I spent four years managing the Chaos reseller business. So I was intimately involved with Chaos then. And then when I decided I was going to do CG Architect full time, um, Chaos also continued to be a partner of CG Architect, not only uh, allowing us to be a reseller, but also in all the, like as Lon said, like all the competitions that we did and all the, you know, different projects that we worked on together. So Chaos has really been a, a core supporter of CG Architect from, you know, almost day one. So um, uh, I think it's it's kind of cool that it's it's a longtime partner that I've been working with, but then also... Lon, one of my close friends, is actually going to take it, you know, over for me. Uh, we we joked years ago, you know, we'll probably go into the story of the Chico Hot Springs, you know, maybe a, li <laughs> a little bit later. I remember that story. But yeah, but you know, even back then, you know, we were joking that you know one day we'll work together, you know, because he was working at Neoscape and I, yep. was, I was working for different companies, um, mm -hmm. and so in some weird twisted way, we we kind of end our end up working together. So it's it's kind of a cool yeah. closed, closed circle. Yeah, and part yeah. of the reason I'm here is because I got to learn how to fly the plane while it's still in the air. 
<laughs> right. And so yeah, yeah, you, we're not going to land the plane. <laughs> have to keep going. <laughs> you know, so a big part of it has been, uh, you know, looking over Jeff's shoulder and having him show me yeah. like, obviously I've seen the, the systems and everything, but actually getting to see how Jeff was managing the site and running it day to day and asking specific questions about being able to prepare newsletters and, and what to check and, and so on. So we've been, um, we've been sort of doing a, a little, if I could hook a USB cable up, to his brain, that, that would be good. But this is as close as we've come to, to that knowledge transfer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so this brings up a good point. I mean, let's let's talk a little bit about chaos and and chaos's involvement. I'm going to jump all over the place if that's okay, guys. But sure. Let's talk a little bit about chaos's involvement in this. Like, chaos makes software. Chaos sells software, right? Or they, they, so why suddenly like get involved in media? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean. So from that perspective, um, you know, if you look at the pillars of what chaos is about, it's it's about community and supporting the community. And and I think that's been one of the, you know, pillars of our our brand from the beginning is that we we want to be there for the people that that want to learn and and um, help them be successful in their careers and, uh, you know, advance in their jobs and whether that's learning new techniques or having the right software. And so really this is about making sure that that core community of ar architectural visualization artists and specialists and, um, you know, potentially students and educators and, and so on continue to have everything that they need, a platform to share their images and, and promote their artwork and get noticed and get recognition build their portfolio so that they can go out and apply for, for jobs. The CG Architects is a full recruitment platform, which is um, amazing. So studios can go after, you know, top talent in the industry and, and manage the whole uh, hiring process through there. Um, so really, you know, CG Architects has become this interesting combination of, you know, it's somewhat like Behance, you know, Adobe's Behance for sharing portfolio work and, and images. It's a little bit like medium for being able to post articles, news, blogs, and, and so on to have a, a, a place where people can share their tips and tricks. And then it's a little bit like LinkedIn for, you know, ArcViz for people to be able to find jobs or, uh, you know, search for jobs or post jobs. And so we thought this is an amazing combination of, of you know, really great resources and and so our idea is, you know, for the moment, we want to continue to, you know, keep providing those things that Jeff had been providing all along, but hopefully we'll be able to now take it, you know, take things even further with, with our team that, you know, works quite a bit on being able to, um, you know, run events and host community yeah. uh, endeavors and, and so on. Yeah. I mean, so when I, you know, it was about. I don't know, maybe nine months ago or so when I kind of made the decision that, you know, I, I think I wanted to try something new now. Um, it was really important to me that if, you know, if I ended up selling CG Architect first and foremost, it had to be somebody that understood and cared about the community. I mean, I, I spent, you know, the vast majority of my career trying to help the industry. So I, I, I wasn't just going to pass it off to, to anybody. I had multiple offers and, but I, I chose chaos group because, you know, they've always been committed to community. You can tell in just the way that they've interacted with the artists and the way that on the forums they provide support. And um, I think it just made perfect sense. They've been a partner of mine and, you know, I've no lawn forever. So, yeah. And and I think, too, the, the other thing that was important is, you know, CG Architect 
from day one has only ever been me. There's been other people that I've brought on board as consultants to help me out with development and that sort of thing. But there's only so much that I can do on my own. And there were a lot of other things I really wanted to do for the community. But, you know, without the the resources of someone like Chaos that has, you know, marketing teams and, and you know, the all of the, you know, tools at their disposal to, to do more, um, I was never going to be able to do that on my own. So I think with chaos behind uh, the wheel now, there's going to be a, a ton more stuff that will be able to be done that I just never would have been able to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. You know, I was just a little quick side story. I don't know if people will notice, but just to sort of tie all the pieces together, back around 2005, 2006, I was uh, writing these uh, Noman DVD tutorials and uh, they were, they were, uh, Noman was not sure they would sell well because he did. Uh, Alex Alvarez never didn't think that Max users were not many big users. Uh, and I said, no, no, it's going to do well. And I was like, but it's going to be on V-Ray specifically. And he's like, okay, well, we'll try it out. Whatever. Well, it turns out it, it was the number of the number one selling DVDs out there that Noman had. <clears throat> and one of the big reasons for that is actually because of Jeff. Jeff was a reseller of uh, V-Ray. And he he came up with a brilliant idea with his reselling that he would give away a free DVD of uh, training DVD for people to learn V-Ray because he would take that out of his profits that he would make for the sale and he would give away these DVDs to people to get as part of the sale. And uh, I, he sold a ton of licenses of V-Ray and a ton of DVDs and I made a lot of money on royalties <laughs> <laughs> thanks to Jeff's brilliant marketing strategy. And it was really like, you know, it's CG Architect, V-Ray and like, you know, and me all together. Like that was in the, kind of an amazing uh, thing that it was, and it was very useful because that was helping people learn V-Ray when it was- I, I use those DVDs. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. even I for- I mean, they're a little outdated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even uh, even back, I can't remember how long ago it was, maybe 10 years or so, I, I had partnered with uh, Brian Smith and Brian Zajac, and we ran a, um, a publishing company. So Brian wrote all these books on Max and V-Ray. So, right. I, I mean, between, I worked on some chapters. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> right. you know, and, and so that was kind of us, uh, another foray into the CG Architects connection into... Uh, into Virian, I mean, those books, I mean, I think they sold 13 or 15,000 of those books, you know, across all the different volumes. And sure. then, uh, then we started a school. We did CG school. Yeah. yeah. CG school. And yeah. guess what we were teaching? You're right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, let's talk, let's, let's actually get a little bit into history because I, I, you've gone through many stages of CG architect, right? I remember the beginning was CG architect was, I mainly saw it as a gallery and as a forum. That was the place that it was when it first started. Uh, and then I remember also like not that long ago, you, you're you like, I'm starting over. I've got a whole new idea of what this is going to be like. It's starting from scratch. So like it's gone through different versions. Tell people a little bit about the hit. I mean, over 20 years, what are some of the evolutions that you've seen and on what were you reacting to? And what did you see changing in the industry that 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 stimulated those changes to the site? Like how is, how is, how is the site changed and how has the industry changed over 20 years yeah. of arch architecture visualization? So, I mean, it's kind of funny because CG Architect was never started with the intention of it being a business. Uh, right. I, I was working in production. I had been doing that for six or seven years. We were using Lightscape and uh, uh, I was kind of getting bored, you know, doing the same thing for seven years. And, and I was kind of looking for what are next steps and, you know, all the people I knew in the industry, I mean, keep in mind, this was back in, 
you know, late nineties, early two thousands. So the industry was quite small and there wasn't a a lot of connection. There were other um, VFX and gaming uh, websites out there, but nothing for ArcViz. So really the, the idea of starting CG Architect was to try to bring together mostly the lightscape community because that's what was around at the time. Um, But kind of interestingly, I wanted to have a job board on the site so that when people posted their jobs, I'd see it first and I could apply before anybody else. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. So, so, I mean, you know, interestingly, you know, every opportunity I've had in the, in my career over the last 20 years has been a direct result of CG architect, but you know, somewhat ironically, none of it came from the job board. <laughs> so <laughs> right. it, it was, it was a somewhat happenstance, but yeah, so I, I coded the whole, uh, first version uh, of CG Architects, and you know, did we did a whole bunch of stuff with that? And then, I'm trying to think when this this must have been 15 years ago. Uh, of those of you who know ArtStation, probably know the former owner uh, Leonard Tao. Mm-hmm. He um, had, had he's had he's run and, and operated most of the major CG websites. In, in over the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. And right. for a while there, he, he too was getting bored. So he decided that he was going to uh, uh, go and work with Soft Image. And then Soft Image got acquired by Autodesk. So he had a little bit of a stint at Autodesk for a little while. But then he decided he was going to go back and get his degree in computer science. And he started a software development company. And the very first customer of the owner of ArtStation was CG Architect. You know, this is before ArtStation even started. So he programmed the previous version of CG architect, not the one we launched in 2020, but so he programmed that whole thing from scratch. So really the, even the founder of uh, ArtStation <laughs> had, had a hand, had in, a hand in. in CG architect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in uh, 2020, uh, we relaunched everything from scratch, literally wrote threw everything out the window. All we kept were the assets and the, the users and, and we created a completely uh, new site that was AI driven and, and tons of new functionality with the intent of, you know, trying to create some IP and, and trying to automate a lot of the processes that, uh, um, you know, were really manual and time intensive. In the I remember that specifically because I remember when, and it was not in 2020, then you said you were going to do that. It was, I think it was in 2018. It took oh, a yeah. couple oh, of years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, <laughs> I was probably thinking about it for about five years about how, what I wanted right. to do. And then in that last year, uh, when I was really pretty solidified on what I wanted to do. I went to London and I met with about 18 different Viz studios over the Mm -hmm. course of a week and got their feedback on what I wanted to do. And, you know, from that, I even tweaked, tweaked some of the plans again. And we came back and we spent a year with uh, uh, the development company who to to wrap, even to show how small this industry is, the uh, Andre, who is the founder of uh, Trojan horse was a unicorn. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a development company as well. So they did all the development for this current version of CG Architect. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, we're a close-knit community. (laughs) (laughs) Almost incestuous. Uh, Uh, Definitely. But I do, I remember it was actually at THU that you and I were talking and you were like, I'm starting over. I've I've been talking about this for too long and now I'm just going to do it. I'm doing, I'm doing it. So what, so what is, what is changing? Like, like, let's get into some details a little bit about what CG Architect is now and like how it can do it. Like you you mentioned, it's a little bit of medium. It's a little bit of Behance. It's a little bit of LinkedIn, but like what what is it like what's what's the AI factor in here like what are some of the other things that are happening there? Yeah, so I mean the the main intent of CG Architect from the beginning really was about getting exposure for people in the industry. 
you know, whether that was through the job board or them uploading uh, the work that they've done, everything I've done with CG Architects, um, you know, has, has been with the intent of helping the community, you know, uh, grow as an industry, but also help them get the exposure they need to get jobs and be seen and get hired and, and those sorts of things. So the new site was really just a, a building on that and, and building a much, much more robust platform. So, I mean, as Lon alluded to, it's, it's like Behance meets LinkedIn. Um, yeah, and it's specifically for, you know, user-generated content, right? So users have the ability, just like you do on social media, and it's, I mean, in a lot of ways, it's, it's a bit of a social platform, um, so that they can have access to all the tools that they need to, to upload and so on. The image gallery is amazing. I mean, it's um, just over a over 100,000 images now in the gallery. And um, oh, did our camera? Yeah, did we? Did it auto shift or something? Did we Are you guys using uh, uh, NVIDIA Broadcast? No. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff has like one of those um, newfangled cameras that's like, you know, Tries to reframe everything. I think maybe it heard AI and then it decided to take over. That's fine. I'm sure that's, it'll be all right. It'll be fine. Oh, it moves. It's yeah, it moves. <laughs> <laughs> Depending all on right. who's talking. Yeah, mine reframes. So if I go here, you see it reframes. There you go. There we go. So now, now, now we're back in. Now we're so back. I was, I was going to say there's there's over a hundred thousand images in the gallery of of ArcViz images, which is yep. I mean that's got to be the largest collection of of images of that type that I can imagine, mm -hmm. and it attracts about fifteen hundred images a month um, that that get uploaded there. And so one of the ideas you know that that Jeff had that I think is is brilliant is. With all of this content coming in, uh, you want to figure out a way to sort of feature all of the best work that comes through there. And with that amount of images, uh, where Jeff used to do it by hand, it became sort of impossible of to sort of hand curate all of the images through there. So he had this, uh, you know, I think it's a brilliant idea is, well, if you have a large database of images and you feed that into a machine learning algorithm and you put some metrics into what makes a good image, what makes an okay image, what makes a not so good image. You can essentially train the artificial intelligence to kind of self or automatically curate. Um, and so I don't, do you want to talk a little bit more about that process? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was difficult in the, in the past because you'd have this fire hose of images that would come in and it's just not scalable for one person or even a team of people to just be, checking every image so you know i i did a lot of research in fact the, the very last talk i did in london back in february of 2020 was on neural aesthetics and i think i read about 2000 pages of academic research all in this field of using mri data and medical data to determine what we as humans consider aesthetically pleasing so you know i i took a little bit of that on board and some other kind of hypothesis that i had i had this hypothesis that there was something, you know, underlying universal between a good deal of the images that get uploaded by the community that the community as a whole considered to be aesthetically pleasing. And, you know, how do we extract that? Um, so I didn't know if it would work when I first, uh, you know, threw, threw it out, out there. But when we did the training with the AI, um, it, it did work. I mean, I, I, my hypothesis was proven right. And, and what was really interesting, and, and of course, the AO was never designed to do this, but the year um, that we launched that year's 3D Awards, I took the all of the nominees and winners 
that were selected by a jury of about 12 judges, industry experts. And I fed those back to the AI just to see how they would score it. And we got anywhere from 60 to, I think, high 80% parity between the AI and the judges. So, you know, it's not perfect, but, you know, evaluating images is not a perfect process because it's subjective. So, but it, but it does the heavy lifting. And then we rely on, you know, this, the more social metrics to help push images to the top. Like what is the community liking? What is the community commenting on? What is the community viewing? Um, And and those on top of the AI really together uh, push the best up to the top. And, you know, if there's anything that slips through the cracks every week, we go through all the images that are submitted that week and sort of pull out the the ones that we saw that were missed and feature those too. So yep. no, nobody's, you know, escaping, you know, the eye. I was going to ask that because I remember like, for example, I was, I was, a, I was a judge on one of the CG architect awards, which we're going to get to a little bit more about that as well. But, uh, and I remember very specifically, it was one of those years where, uh, I believe it was Paul Nichols who submitted was his uh, it was his ward, and he put out something that was like nothing anyone had ever seen, yeah. right? And it was crazy, and it was amazing, right? And it was very controversial because a lot of the judges voted for it because it was incredible and it had this incredible look, but it didn't look like traditional archives at all. So yeah, I'm wondering right. if if that would have been filtered out because it doesn't look like anything that the AI would have seen. I think it would have still been picked up as aesthetically <laughs> yeah. pleasing, right? And, and the same kind of way right. that, you know, I mean, that particular project, you know, is akin to like a Lebius Woods type of experience, yeah. right? Where there's still something that's, you know, it's closely related to architecture, but then there's the kind of aesthetics and the composition and the, you know, color palette and everything that went along with those images that I think the AI would, um, would pick it up. And, and like Jeff said too, it's not, it's not the only process, right? There's still, there still is definitely a manual curation. And, and actually that's something I'm excited about because I do it all the time. You do it all the time. Right. So, (laughs) um, and I have been doing that for the past 30 years, so uh, that happens to be something, you know, that I love to do, and um, and I'd like to think that I'm pretty good at it. The, we so a lot of people in the industry probably know uh, Pedro Fernandez, uh, the owner, uh, co-owner with his wife uh, Kelly, uh, Arky Nine. And one day, kind of after the 3D Wars, we, he saw that the two of us sat down and we took one of his images, and we've just you know one of the ones that w- that was I think nominated. Nominated. We, we submitted it to the eye. You know, it was scored in the 90s mm-hmm. uh, percent and then we started playing because we were curious because ai and you wanted to make it ugly to see when it would start exactly yeah <laughs> where does it break yeah because because ai for the most part is a black box you don't really understand what it's picking up on right, right so right. we started he started recomposing the same shot in different compositions different aspect ratios um, in, in ways that he himself knew, you know, this is lower quality. This is even lower quality. This is even better. And every single time the AI got it right. We even tried flipping the image upside down just to see what would happen. And, and every single time it always picked up the composition that he himself thought was better. So it's able to detect uh, many things uh, at a much lower level than you might expect. So it's, it's, it's curious. Yeah, I think I, I, I think that's 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 pretty interesting. You know, it's interesting that you guys are. Uh, the, I saw an article about specifically uh, uh, landscapes and what are things that are special about landscapes that make us psychologically feel good about things. 
And it was a certain amount of composition that you see in the landscape that does a has a certain thing. And coincidentally, the one they decided is the most perfect landscape that describes everything psychologically that makes you feel good is exactly where you guys are. It uh, it's it blew me away. <laughs> like I, yeah. I so I have like I've, there's the lake, there's I'm the mountains, there's the trees. Here. Like yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, all of that. The way that whole thing is composed as an image, uh, you know, that is what's described as like the perfect landscape for. Yeah, there there <laughs> are beautiful photographs in the lobby of the hotel here of you know all around the color um, the Canadian Rockies, and yeah. it's it's unbelievable how amazing the, the images are like every single one of them is, is just superb. Sorry. <laughs> the camera's like, you know, it's funny, Lon, is that when you moved your hand like this, it I, uh, your yeah. Hand. Okay. I won't talk with my hands. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll keep See, my, AI my isn't perfect. Lon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was anyway. So that was that was that was that's cool. I mean, that's really great. I mean, I think I remember that's a really big thing. Now let's talk a little bit about the social aspect. Obviously, as you know, uh, uh, social aspects of of sites now has become very important, right? I mean, it was obviously forums were big back in the early two thousands, right? And people still use forums to some extent these days. But the social aspect of sites are big. So what's what's special about the social aspect about CG Architect right now? Yeah, I mean it's 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 the only spot on the internet where you find that volume of Arcviz imagery and it's the one place where you can share it and upload it and tell a story about it. I mean, certainly there are other platforms that you can do and and I don't think anybody has to use one exclusively. I mean, at the end of the day it's about getting the best uh best reach you can, but CG Architect is, you know, without a doubt one of the the best mechanisms that's been around as as long and the the curation is there. Um, it's not just a, you know, a fire hose of, of images that are coming in somewhere on a social feed. So. Sure. And that's actually is- one of the, one of the things that, that we have plans, you know, in, in thinking about what the future of, of this community could be is, is we'd like to take that even further with, you know, the promotion of the images out on through CG architect social channels, um, showcasing the best renderings or the best of the week or, you know, when somebody uploads a great tutorial, we want to make sure that we're sharing that across all of those channels so that that everyone can benefit from it. So even if they're not seeing it at the site specifically, they can find it on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn. Um, so we think that there's quite a bit of um, room, you know, to, to help the community in that way as well. What are some of the other things that Chaos is planning with CG Architect? Well, I think probably the most exciting thing for the, you know, the industry is that, you know, for, for Jeff, when he relaunched the site in 2020 to kind of recoup the expenses and to keep the operating costs going and so on. And as a sole proprietor on the business, you know, he introduces subscriptions to be being able to access the pro and recruitment features which to me are some of the most amazing features of the site, you know, the ability to do AI searches and, um, you know, all of the advanced storytelling tools that you have, the the full job posting platform and the hiring CRM, um, you know, we we're making all of that free. So all of the accounts, you know, that, that people had for pro and recruiter accounts, we're going to give everybody access to all of the full suite of tools um, you know, for no cost, we, we want, we, and we want any to attract anyone and everyone that, you know, has a passion for ArcViz or even is just 
interested and, and wants to figure out more, we want to be able to give them the ability to tap into all of those resources without any barriers to, to entry. So I think that's one of the most exciting kind of first steps in all of this. Um, and it's something that we felt was, you know, really important for, um, you know, for the community. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, you know, another thing that was important in the community that, that Jeff was very personally involved with was things like that they would, you know, CG Architect would be a big proponent of specific events that was going on. It was always CG Architect was always, you know, a big part of uh, D2, for example, um, and the CG Architect Awards as well. So are we still planning on keeping those events going and the awards going and all of that? Yeah, I mean, the, the absolute... Easy short answer is yes. Like we we want to continue to keep the the CG Architect 3D awards uh, going as they have in the past. Um, we still want to be able to to have CG Architect have a presence at industry you know meetups and events like D2 and Total Chaos and you know other places out there. So we we really want to keep all of that going. Um, we also want to keep going the, with the you know industry surveys and, and some of those things that we felt helped people out. And um, and one of the things that we're thinking about doing is when we do the industry surveys, when we pull the users of CG Architect, we we may just put out the raw data, right? So that it's you know it's literally just there for people to um, you know to have and draw their conclusions from it. But but absolutely. In fact, one of the things that I've been asking Jeff while we're here in Banff is, you know, when, when do you start the CG architect awards? Like, you know, how, how soon do we need to get that going? Um, right. Short answer is pretty soon that we need to kind of get all of our um, ducks in a row on it. And we're actually going to change the, we're not changing the format on it at all, but uh, going back to that, making the community free um, prior to this, you know, there there were sponsorships and, and things like that that you had to negotiate that included advertising deals and and so on. And um, we still want to work with all of our strategic partners, all of the community partners that love and support this uh, audience. We want to continue to work with them to help support the, the 3D award. So we'll be reaching out and, and trying to get that kicked off. Um, I think it'll return to maybe the way it was even uh, maybe five years ago or, yeah. or six years ago, where it was it was mostly about working with other companies in the community that wanted to offer free prizes. So we're not we're not necessarily going to be looking for monetary monetary donations to this, but you know it could be a free license of whatever uh, piece of software is be good for ArcViz. Mm -hmm. Right, 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 right. Um, that that's really great. What is what is the size of the community you've been able to grow over the of these years, uh, Jeff? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, having done so much uh, market research over the years, I mean, there, I, I don't think anybody has, you know, the, the number, but kind of the one that, you know, we were using as the, the basis of our calculations for market size was around quarter million, some, somewhere in there of oh, that's professionals. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's amazing. And it seems to be growing, yeah. right? It's it, the interest in the, uh, you know, to the profession, it seems to be growing. You know, visualization has really become democratized over the last 10 years. And it's it's only becoming more so. The tools are becoming easier to use. Um, and more people involved in the design process are able to somehow be involved in visualization. Maybe it's not the highest fidelity visualization, but it doesn't necessarily always have to be. 
Um, but there's way more people that are involved, you know, using all these tools and the tools are getting easier and there's tools out there that are meant to address, you know, e- you know, ease of use workflows like an Enscape, for example. Yeah, exactly. Um, or, you know, if, if a, a high end marketing studio needs to do that super high res final frame render, then, you know, you, you can do the offline rendering and, and still achieve that, too. So um, there's many different facets, but for sure, the the one trend I've seen is just the democratization. And I think that that is going to change a lot of things in the industry, but uh, at the same time, it makes it grow. Yeah. yeah. No, another thing that was interesting is that uh, you used to put out a report every year about yeah. the industry, right? And that report would basically be like, you know, use cases of different software uh, platforms or things yep. of that nature um, and just sort of sort of industry trends over the years and seeing how those have changed or, or not changed. Um, so is that report, is Lon, you still plan on putting out that report and having that work? And, and how does that, you know, since we are, we'll make some of the software that's involved in that, how do you Yeah, I mean, that? so it, it's a good question because it comes up, you know, a bit. And, you know, we, we'd we like to think that we can be trusted by the community implicitly on that. Yeah, However, because, we, I mean, a lot of very high-end people, big people in the industry and big companies look at that report very, yeah, very diligently, yeah. right? And, and that's what I was saying, too, when – we plan on continuing to do the survey and getting the data and maybe make that data open to the community. Yeah. And, and we think, you know, cause part of the report is, you know, looking at it through a specific lens mm-hmm. and you we'll, we want to be a little bit careful about how we do that because we don't want anybody to think that we're sort of putting it through our bias. Right. So we, we want to make sure that people have what they feel is, you know, unbiased data that they can draw conclusions from, we can still put together, you know, graphics of what the numbers represent and what people said as the raw data from the survey. But I'm not sure that we'll, we'll add on, you know, to the, to the narrative from there. Right. Right. Uh, Okay. Uh, Jeff, you know, now that you're sort of, you know, parting ways with this, tell me what your thoughts are. Like, where do you think architecture virtualization is going? Obviously, you know, since, since when I started in architecture visualization, there was no real ArcViz business. It was just some crazy guy who was really into rendering at an office <laughs> would be a specialist, and that was about it. But now, obviously, it's a big business beyond even architecture, and it's a sort of a different different branch of the of the business. What is your thoughts about where where the industry is going to go, and what what do you think is going to happen with with architecture visualization? In the, next, think, you know, in the next 20 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a good question. Uh, I think, you know, kind of going back to what I was just saying, because it's been democratized so much, um, you have a lot more people that are involved in this process. Uh, but, you know, if, if it changes the industry. It dramatically changes the industry. You know, I, I don't think that there's a space for companies well, there'll always be a space. Let me correct myself. There'll, there'll always be a space for the, the t- typical visualization studio, but I think that's going to diminish significantly. Um, you, you need to offer more than just delivering images uh, as we once did. It needs to be about, you know, why, why are, are your clients coming to you for these images? Ultimately, it's to, to facilitate design discussions or it's uh, to help sell something. So the more services that you can provide around that narrative that I think the more successful and long-term you'll be able to survive the industry. And and we've been seeing this for years. The studios that have been around the longest are the ones that uh, kind of 
what's the word I want to use? Uh, They've evolved, evolved, I think, into yeah. a full creative service yeah. agency. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there'll, there'll always be a need for kind of, you know, cheap one-off renderings, you know, that, that's not, it's not going to go away, but um, as, as a whole, yeah, I think, I think it, you really need to kind of refocus on either working in a very niche industry where you, you're the master. So your, your differentiator is the fact that you understand that particular niche, you know, like designing the interiors of, of uh, private jets or something or, or you right. know, lug luxury yachts or something like you understand that space, you know, all the people, you know, the nuances of it. Um, or you're offering services that are a lot more encompassing than just, than just uh, visualization. I just real curious out of this, because obviously this conversation has been coming up a lot in the last, uh, last year or so, but um, you know, right now, obviously people are focusing a lot on, on, on what, whatever they define to be the metaverse and whatever that is. And if I look at the metaverse as it's coming out today, I'll just say that we'd probably fail most of your AI stuff that your <laughs> site can do because it is not a pretty place and it is not aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. And it just does not – I mean, I'm sorry. You just it, there's, there's no excitement about it. Do you feel that uh, a place like CG Architect that is geared towards uh, – things that are look cool, look amazing. And like, that's a new level. Do you think that is like a, the metaverse could learn from that <laughs> could be there? Is that, do you think that there's a place that, you know, we're not just designing, you know, skyscrapers and condos in Miami, right? We're, 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 we're doing like cool stuff in the metaverse as well. There's a place for design and aesthetics in that area. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah. I mean, I think, um, I think we're very early in what the metaverse is. I, I would put it akin to what the internet looked like back in 1994, 1995, right? right? I mean, mm -hmm. you, you knew it was going to be big and you knew it was going to be something, but you know what the internet was 25 years ago is not what the internet is today. And I, I feel like the metaverse is very much going to be the same. That said, we're talking about a virtual environment and a virtual environment needs to be built and a virtual environment is primarily architecture. Yep. And so you need, you need, you need people with that expertise. And, you know, that I, I do think that the audience of CG architect could be the creators of those spaces. They Absolutely. Have the yeah. Yeah. I like mean, it, it's, you know, it's amazing. People pay a top dollars to have their avatars done and made by people. It would be great if they hired amazing ArcVis people to design their, 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 their their houses, you know. I, I think it's coming. I really do. I mean, Chris, you and I talk about this all the time. Where, sure, you know, um, yeah, the one that I use is the Netflix Lodge in, in VR, right? It's like, come on, we can do better than that. But I have seen really amazing projects done now for the metaverse by the likes of, you know, the folks at Zaha Hadid Architects yeah. just did this really amazing real time uh, experience. Um, there's been some virtual museums that have been made recently that that are incredible by well, you know, well-known uh, firms. But, but I really think this whole shift in virtual, I got to stop using my hands. <laughs> <laughs> this whole shift, you know, to, to virtual architecture can be led by the CG architect community. In fact, it should be right They're They're the ones that are going to, to understand 3d space and visualization and aesthetics. Um, I think, you know, I think there's a real opportunity here and, and I completely see a way that 
we can start to to bring some of that into you know into the community conversation. Yeah. I think the one thing though that I want to stress about this, and, and I think this is true of any emerging technology, and I kind of saw this happening around, especially around the NFT space. You know, as emerging technologies come out in in a field, I think it's really important to you know be aware that they're there, see what the opportunities are with them, but you can't run towards the shiny object with all of your all of your power and all of your attention and forget the, oh, here I am moving my hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just me. Hang on. I mean, this is ridiculous. Um, all right. Yeah, but you have to be careful that you don't put all of your attention towards these new uh, technologies and forget your core business. Um, you know, is, is it something that you might be able to add on to your business? Absolutely. You know, yeah. but approach these new technologies with a little bit of caution. Don't, uh, don't dump Absolutely. everything. Yeah. Absolutely. But I mean, like, for example, I mean, you have your, your job site, but you could also enhance that job site. It's like, let me design your metaverse for you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or something like that. I mean, I think there's opportunities that we can look at that are, that are interesting. And you're right. Listen, I've, I've gone through, I, I, my, through CG Garage, I've been talking a lot about the metaverse with people, but I'm not taking a specific position on things. I'm just letting people figure out what the hell it is, right? Yeah. And, I've yeah. Got, and, and that's something that, I'm, that I think is fascinating because I do think that, you know, obviously there's been this big crypto crash that's happened recently, but I also mm -hmm. think, you know, there was a big crash of the internet in 2001 and yet yeah. here we are. <laughs> it didn't go right. away, yeah. right? So I think that we have to still pay attention to it as a, as, a, as a paradigm shift in terms of what it is. And I think that's cool. I mean, great. So our computers are fast enough and good enough now that we can have virtual spaces that would be amazing. It still is great. So I'm very excited about, about what that is. Um, okay, so I want to, you know because people we still haven't gotten to the, to to this uh, part, which I'm sure people just want to know. So Jeff, what can you tell? What can you tell us? You will be doing uh, after C what's your life after CG Architect besides you know hanging out in Malibu surfing? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know, I one of the things that I you know and this has been true of my career always. I, I always seek out new and interesting projects, even even when I worked for visualizations companies. I always found myself on the special project because, you know, mm -hmm. I'd do something for uh, six months and I'd be like, all right, what's, what's new? What's, what's the next cool thing I could, could do? So that's, that's been true of most of my career. And um, CG Architect has really been the first time where, you know, 20 years, I, my full attention almost was on that because there were so many cool and interesting things that could be done. And I feel like I've tried everything I wanted to try. Um, some succeeded, some didn't, um, some you know, were really uh, helpful to the the industry, but you know now I'm looking at you know how what other things can I do in, in the in the last years before I I uh, retire? Uh, you know how how else can I I uh, help the community? So I reached out to a friend of mine and said, you know, I, this was probably almost a year ago now. Um, mm -hmm. I'm thinking thinking of maybe making a move. Uh, you know, what do, what do what do you think? Mm -hmm. And you know, that conversation on a Monday led to a discussion on a Friday. And okay. six months later, um, I was offered a position at NVIDIA. Okay. Uh, I would say a once in a career opportunity uh, right. that I couldn't turn up, turn down. Um, so I took it and, and I'm super excited to be there. So my role uh, at NVIDIA right now is uh, in the developer relations uh, org of NVIDIA. And mm -hmm. 
I am managing all of the major rendering companies, most of the major rendering companies, everybody from Chaos. So again, tie, tie back to meetings with Jeff every week. <laughs> yeah. So Chaos and Maxon and and uh, you know Redshift and all these different uh, studios in the world, and all of our internal development and marketing teams. Uh, and I'm also, as of last week, will also be uh, also on the developer relations side, managing the AEC uh, side of the industry. So coming up with um, strategies for uh, NVIDIA to be able to um, work within the AEC space. Okay, now on a personal question, right now, because you know I have a good relationship with NVIDIA for years as well, yeah. and uh, uh, our, our good friend John Eisen uh, is uh, is retiring, as you know. So this is something that's that's happening. This is part of the reason you're coming on board, and John always got me some of the best video cards to test. <laughs> And I just want to know, are we really good friends, John? Because <laughs> I want to make sure that I still have that because it was quite a privilege. And I, it's definitely some bragging rights. But uh. So I, I can tell you this. On a, on a meeting last week, we, we had a call and, and we were discussing uh, that exact topic and you were top of the list. So <laughs> still make it. Still make it. Okay. Good, good, good. Uh, yeah. Because I do a lot of cool stuff in the cars and I love kicking the tires on, on these, on these, uh, these GPUs. And it makes a huge difference uh, to sort of see what that can do. And so I know I've obviously been a, a huge fan of, uh, of, the, of the power of the GPU and I still, still strongly believe in that. So I'm excited uh I'm excited that, it, that what was worrying to me is like, oh, John's going to retire. It's going to be really hard. It's like, oh, Jeff's taking over. That's going to be easy. That's going to be great. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so it was really cool. That, that yeah, I mean, for those who don't know uh, John, he's he's been in the industry for a long time, and he he even oh worked God. with Steve, Steve Jobs for uh, for a while there in his career. Mm -hmm. So it's very humbling to step into uh, shoes that big. Um, but he's been an amazing mentor for the last few months. Uh, he's he's going to be around for another few more months before he literally sails off into the sunset on his his uh, boat. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, he's been an amazing mentor uh, to me and, and has helped introduce me to uh, NVIDIA and, and all of the ISVs that I'm uh, working with. So yeah, it's, yeah I mean, I, I've wanted to actually have John on the podcast, but he shies away from it. I think he's actually fairly shy in some ways. And very humble for the very, amazing very. career that he had. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he has been such an amazing supporter of some of the stuff that I've been trying to do at Labs. And, uh, you know. Yeah, uh, from the very beginning. From the very beginning. We started on Construct, you know, and we did that. And I told him the idea of what we wanted to do on Construct. And, you know, like a week later, this massive box came in with $50,000 worth of GPUs. Said, <laughs> See how much you can use of this. Yeah. And I was so in incredibly impressed with what he did. And not only that, but he promoted it and he, did it, he really just sort of helped out. And, and, and listen, not, Jeff's not, uh, I mean, John is not the only one at, at NVIDIA. I mean, Rick Champagne is a really great person and, and, and uh, uh, a lot of the other great people that are there and Gail. And I've known a lot of the people at NVIDIA. So my relationship with them is, very very strong so i don't feel good it's just that john's retiring and i have a soft soft spot for him so yeah, yeah. he's a yeah, great guy so he's a great guy but but yeah that's really cool so that's really cool so and obviously you have a strong knowledge of rendering <laughs> yeah <laughs> so. yeah uh, amazing so yeah it's 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 been really fun i've been there for almost four months now mm -hmm. uh, i would say it's probably the most intense thing i've done in my career last 26 27 years um but it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun. Some really, really good people. It's humbling to work with the people I do. I mean, these are some of the most talented people in visual effects uh, 
and you know so many different industries. So yeah, I, I consider myself very fortunate to to be a part of this this team. And and I think what excites me the most is you know going back to you know my my short attention span for new things. Nvidia you know is reinventing itself seemingly on a daily basis. So it's it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a great environment to be in. Yeah, that's really great. Now, Jeff, also, uh, let me just make sure this happened. You've actually been on this podcast. This is probably your fourth or fifth time. That you've we need to get you a jacket like yeah. they do on so, SNL. Uh, you're, you're, you're up there. I think the Darren Grant's been on a whole bunch of times. Tim Miller's been on a bunch of times. But I think you might be the one who's been on the most. Uh, so I, I hopefully you can continue to come on to the podcast as yeah, a person. person. Uh, which would be which would be really great. Um, so I'm going to make sure that happens. Now, when is the like? It's at this point the you know it's official. This like chaos, uh, uh, CG architect is part of chaos at this point, right? Yes. And so when are when are you officially handing off the reins to Lon? And Lon's going to sort of like right today, right today. now. <laughs> yeah, like where the plane is in the air and I'm flying it. Okay. Um, we we want to fix. All the the few things that we need to do on the back end to make sure all the accounts can can be free, like we uh, had yeah. mentioned, mm-hmm. and so basically we're just kind of dotting the i's and crossing the t's on all of the that before we make the the public announcement. And probably by the time people see this podcast, um, it'll be accompanied with that. So you know, hopefully in just the next few days. Okay. Okay. Well, that's super exciting. Uh, I'm I'm I I've been you know. Uh, obviously, Lon and I talked quite a bit, and so I've been hearing Gremlin says this, and I thought it was a brilliant idea, uh, both for for Chaos and for CG Architect. And obviously, we, you know, I think it was it's a it's a great idea, uh, for sure. Um, and you know, the thing is, I know I was thinking about it, it's like, well, what is Chaos doing as a media company? I was like, wait, hold on a second, I run a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it makes sense. And CG Architect, uh, I mean, sorry, CG Garage. That's oh, nice. Two names that sound similar. Uh, CG Garage has actually, you know, been off focused a lot on the on the visual effects industry in a lot of ways. Although we've done a lot of ArcBiz uh, stuff on here as well, so it's nice to sort of uh, have a sort of a balance of of some other stuff as well. So very cool. Um, all right. Well, thanks so much, guys. I really appreciate you guys uh, being able to to be part of the podcast and sort of you know. Uh, uh, do <laughs> do this announcement here uh and jeff congratulations obviously on your new position and lon good luck <laughs> yeah yeah help please community yeah. <laughs> it's, you know be patient for a little bit yeah. but we need your support too yeah well lon i will, I will tell you this for anyone in the cg architect community lon is an absolutely amazing person he definitely has been part of the community for as long as anyone else has uh, he knows it inside and out, uh, and a lot of people definitely know who Lon is. And if you don't know who Lon is, you will get to know him very well because he's a huge supporter of what's going on. So, so I think you guys are going to be in in great hands. So, congratulations! What do you, what do you think, Chris? The CG CG Architect podcast in the future, maybe. I think that's a great idea. Actually, I think we should have two different podcasts because I think there's, you know, there's going to be interests that are different in in different areas, and this could be absolutely. And if you need to know how to make a podcast, man, I can help you out. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a pretty sweet room set up, so yeah, for sure. If, for if sure. people are interested, let us know. We'll think. Yeah, about if it. you guys think a CG Architect podcast would be a good complement to the CG Garage podcast, that'd be great. At the same time, I also think it'd be great to think about some of the great tools that. CG architect has and maybe sort of enhance what CG garage could be at the same yeah, time. So exactly. I think that there's definitely 
ways that we can look sort of yin and yang on this thing. And it could be really great to, to, to grow on that. So if you guys think that's a good idea, let us know. You know, our email is labs at chaosgroup.com. Oh, sorry, labs at chaos.com. We've been saying that for eight years, so it's been hard to do. <laughs> switch that up. All right. Well, thanks so much, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris.